Welcome everybody to Career Tools. This week, documents and travel. Here we go. So, we're going to go back to documents and travel, huh? Uh-huh. Because we already talked about this, but it was a manager tools cast, right? Yeah. Uh, on the trip folder. Trip folders, yeah. Right? We've, we've talked a few times in other casts about things yeah. to travel with, but... This is a cast that I would consider to be a classic example of, of, of academic creep. Yeah. That I am so used to what I travel with that I would never even think of this stuff. And yet, part of what manager tools and career tools is about is telling people stuff that more senior people have forgotten. Yeah. And basically, we have recommendations for the kind of documents people need to have with them. Printed documents, things they physically would carry, because digital age stuff sometimes dies. The stuff you have to carry with you whenever you travel. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. okay. And if you've been traveling for 20 years, you probably know this, worked it out for yourself, yeah. and have forgotten that you knew it. And let's do a reminder here that if somebody's been traveling for 20 years, and they know it, and they take it for granted, and they've got a checklist... That we've got my checklist. We, in fact, let's make sure that we publish my checklist uh, with the show notes so that everybody can see how I travel, both my suitcase and my briefcase. But also, let's let's remind everybody: if you know this stuff, this is an opportunity for you to share it with other people who don't, the younger people who work for you who maybe haven't traveled yet. The first time you traveled, you've forgotten. You were nervous. Yeah, I know I was. Yeah, right when I got out of the army, went to work for Procter and Gamble, and. You need to educate them. Take them aside the first time and say, look, here's some things you need. Listen to these podcasts. They're free. They'll tell you what you need to do when you're on the road. Yeah. So okay. So what are we going to talk about? Three things. Travel with your passport. Okay. Get a second driver's license and travel with a printed telephone list. S- second driver's license is my favorite. Everybody's <laughs> always... I mean, every time I get a new one, the girl at the, the driver's license place, oh, you're here again. You, you <laughs> lost it, right? Yeah, I lost it. Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about passport. Okay, so even if you're not going abroad, we recommend that you travel with your passport. Yeah, okay. So in the U.S., you're you're not, I don't think, required to have identification with you at all times, although most people have their driving license with them. Right. And you have to have it if you're driving, I believe. Right. Um, But in some countries... You have to have your passport with you. In some countries, you have to have an ID card. In some countries, you don't have to have anything with you, even if you're driving. In the UK, you don't have to have anything with you. But if you're traveling for work, we recommend you have both your driving license and your driver's license. I'm sorry, I'm saying it in English. Um, Both your driver's license and your passport with you and carry them in different places with you. Good. I carry my driver's license in my wallet, and actually I carry a very small card case wallet, um, so, so it's less obtrusive, and I carry that in my suit coat or my sport coat pocket. Gentlemen, please don't carry a wallet in your back trousers pocket. Gentlemen, don't do that, and you're not George Costanza, and I'll let you Google that to figure out what I mean by George Costanza's wallet. In addition, I have in my briefcase, in a zippered pouch in my briefcase, I have my passport. Also has my Nexus card in there for international travel, uh, which gets me through lines faster. And I also have a second driver's license in my suitcase. So in the event that someone rips off my coat and then also rips off my briefcase, I still have in my suitcase a second driver's license. So you yeah. can still travel. Yeah, good. And so, we'll come back to the second driver's license. Yeah. So if, if uh, for ladies who carry purses, you can have one in your purse and one in your suitcase. Exactly. Seeing as you're not going to check your suitcase, it'll always be with you. So. Yeah. Yeah. If something happens, authorities will be able to find your ID. 
I'll give you a perfect example of this, guys. I always carry my my hotel key inside the sleeve of my running outfit when I run. Because it used to be with keys, you'd have to tie them to your running shoes. They don't give you keys anymore. They give you what amounts to what looks like a credit card, an electronic key. And I have to slide it inside my Under Armour when I run um, because I discovered I had gotten in the habit of running without any ID on, in places I didn't know, in places where no one knew me. So you absolutely have to travel with your passport. You need to have it in a separate place than your driver's license because you just never know. And I've got to say, a passport actually works better in the U.S. when you're traveling with TSA. A driver's license is what everybody carries who doesn't have a passport. People who have a passport are perceived as international travelers, particularly if you have a lot of stamps on them. Handing them a passport, and even better, I know this will sound funny to some of you, handing a TSA person, which is the airport security folks in the U.S., a passport inside a leather passport container sends a message that I do this all the time, and it doesn't hurt to be dressed well either, and you will tend to get less attention when you walk through TSA. Absolutely. Good. So, and if you lose your driver's license, which if it's in your wallet, it's going to get much more, it's much more likely to get lost because you handle your wallet when you're checking in and out of hotels to give them credit cards, when you're buying something at the airport, when you're showing your driver's license. If you lose your wallet and you therefore lose your driver's license and you don't have a passport, you can't fly. Exactly. Period. And by the way, you can't rent a car either. No. Yeah. No, you're absolutely stuck. Yuck. And trying to get a replacement passport or a replacement driver's license when you're out of your state or whatever is, and you don't have any ID, other ID with you, yeah. and you don't have credit cards because you lost your wallet, yeah. gets really tricky. Yeah. And as you say, one out of a thousand chances this is going to happen. Yeah. But in that one out of a thousand chance to have to call your boss and say, I can't rent a car. I can't get where I'm going. I can't do this. I can't do that because I lost my driver's license. And I, and, and you're, I promise the first question your boss is going to ask is, what about your passport? Yeah. And you're going to say, oh, I don't have one. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Because I'm still a child. <laughs> it's like those right. days when you leave your wallet at home and you can't pay for your own lunch at yeah. the, uh, in, in the office. It's just... Excruciating. Unless you live, in, unless you live in Fredericksburg, Texas, and they know you, and, <laughs> and you you get to grocery store, and you're like, "I'm so sorry, I left my wallet at home," and they say to you, "Mark, just bring it in tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. No problem." Yeah. 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 Good. Okay, so um, the second piece of advice we have, which which you've already mentioned, is get a second driver's license, and having two is just so much easier because if you do lose one, every place I've ever lived, trying to get the right documentation together, find out when the offices are open. Government offices are never open before work or after work. I actually think they're never work. open. I think they generally are <laughs> they closed. Ran, they have yeah. those random holidays that nobody else... My, one of my friends gets a, days, a day off uh, for the Queen's birthday. She says yeah. civil servant. Nobody else gets a day off for the Queen's birthday. Right. And so if you actually have to get a replacement driver's license... When you need it, it's just well, hard. Well, actually, in the U.S., a replacement driver's license is a piece of paper, and it won't get you on a plane, and it won't let you rent a car. Those are the two things you need to do when you're traveling. The second driver's license, look, as I'm listening to this, I'm thinking, I need a third one. I need it here in the office 
so that you guys can FedEx it to me. And we'll talk about a passport. I have a second passport, which is much harder to get, by the way. You have to prove that you travel enough internationally, which we have in my case. But we have a second passport for me in a FedEx envelope here in the office. So Mattel or you could FedEx it to me on short notice if for some reason I lost mine. But you're right. If you go on a trip and you lose it and you don't have a second one somewhere and you don't have a passport, you're in a bit of a bit of a pinch. Yeah. 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 yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So smart people get a duplicate before they travel. And we're recording this cast at the beginning of December 2012. And mm-hmm. there's those quiet weeks before Christmas, the week between Christmas and New Year, and the first week of the New Year are usually quiet in the office. And so you've got time to get things together, get the paperwork, get your documentation, go to the office when nobody else is there, check the opening times before you leave, and um, get it done. Yeah. It's a good time. And, and of course, if you lose your driver's license for most of the gentlemen, and I think most of the ladies as well listening to this, you've lost all your cash yeah. and your credit cards. Yep. Now you can't hire a cab either. No. Yeah. No, you can't even buy yeah. a Starbucks. Yeah. Like, the world has ended because you can't get coffee. And suddenly you realize there's a value in staying in a hotel that has a concierge or a desk person who knows you. And you could say, I've lost my wallet. And at some hotels, they say, we understand, Mr. Orsman, would $500 help? Yes, it would. Thank you. Or can you hire me a car yeah. to or, get me to the client? Or will you add? Will you add this? To, will you right. add cash to my bill? Or yes, exactly. Can my assistant send you money? Yeah. yeah. All of and as you things. say, you can't. You can get a duplicate passport, but I'd be willing to bet that ninety nine percent of the people who are listening here can't get a duplicate passport in the U.S. Right? As, my, as I recall, the process by which we it went was, through it was easier than. Oh, it was thought. Okay, good. Uh, we used a service to get yours, and I think they made it easy for us. It yeah. cost. Four hundred dollars, but it yeah. was worth that. Yeah. Um, so for people that travel relatively often, it's definitely yeah. worth that. Yeah. I, in fact, I, I've often thought I, I've stayed at hotels, checked in at nice hotels, and say, "I need to see your passport." And I thought, you know, if for some reason something was messed up and they took my passport, I could have you FedEx me another one and get out yeah. of that country and get in, home. In some in some countries, you actually have to give them your passport in yeah. order to have the room key. Yes. And you know, and perhaps not. Every country or every hotel, but that is... This is where we need places. video because I'm gritting my teeth right now, folks, because you're not going to get my passport away from me if I'm traveling. Sorry. No. Yeah. Okay, so the final thing that we recommend you travel with is a printed telephone list. Yeah, we got trouble for this before on the on the whole, if you get fired, you need a printed list of all your contacts. And people are like, no, no, no. You, I'm telling you guys, we're going to stand by that. We don't, we don't care whether we're liked. We want to be effective and be right. And we'll console ourselves with being right here. It needs to be printed, a printed telephone list. Okay. Now, what needs to be on it? Uh, your immediate family, your boss and your team, the airline, car rental, hotel, travel agent, all your travel document, uh, contacts, mm-hmm. and your bank and credit card provider. Yeah. So whoever you're traveling And with. I have one for my family. I also have one for yours because you're living out of your home country uh, uh, in Britain because it, it wouldn't necessarily be easy for somebody else on the staff to find. And the fact is, if you're at a hotel and the power goes out at that hotel... Or if you're stuck in a cab for four or five yeah. hours and you don't have a charger because your charger, the cabbie won't let you charge and you're in a, in a traffic jam or something, suddenly you don't have any contact with the outside so world at all. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And, and I, every time I go to pick up dry cleaning, I am reminded of this because the one thing they want to know is your phone number and I don't know it. Because it's on my phone. On your phone. And I, right. like, no longer do I know any of these numbers off by heart. Yeah. So we thought of 10 different 
well, 10 different scenarios. If your phone dies, your laptop gets dropped, your iPad gets something spilt on it. Yeah, like a Bloody Mary. Yeah, Yeah, that could be important. (laughs) Can you... Do you know any of those numbers off by heart? Even your immediate family. Most of us have it stored on our phone and we don't know it anymore. Or if you're in an accident and the emergency services want to contact your family, a lot of us have PIN numbers on our phones so that we can't, so that other people can't access the numbers. Yeah. Whereas we quite like the emergency yeah. services to be able to do it. Right. Um, if you're already on the phone to someone, and you're on a conference call and you're trying to find the number of the hotel that you're going to or the address, can you find that without cutting the person off that you're already talking to? I have to say, if I tra- as much as I travel, I've gotten into cabs and somebody said, where to, sir? And I had to think, okay, what city am I in? Uh-huh. And then therefore, what hotel? And it was on my phone. And there have been a couple of times where I had to go to the trip folder. We've talked about this before, folks. We have a cast for managers called the trip folder which most executives have their admin produce for them, which includes some of this type of information, phone numbers and, and appointment phone numbers and hotel names and cab names and car service numbers and confirmation numbers and so on. So if it's one in the morning, you show up at a hotel and they say, we don't have any more rooms, you can quote your confirmation number not using your dead phone because you've been on the phone for the last three hours because you're delayed forever and so on. You need to have it printed out. Exactly. And and folks, I got to tell you, it's nothing harder than making sure your calendar is an accurate reflection of where you are and what you're doing. And that means putting on the airline flights, the flight numbers, the hotel you're going to, how you're getting from the airport to the hotel. And, that, and then you just print that out and you've got what amounts to your own self-created trip folder with all the information you need. And at the end of it, it's a standard telephone list. And the telephone list gets printed every single time. Even if it gets folded up and put it in a, in a, in a slot in your, in your luggage, that's fine. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. Every, time we, every time we give this um, guidance, yeah. we get a bunch of people that say, you're Luddites and my phone, I've got all this backup and it'll all be yeah. fine. And then we get a dozen people who write Same. and say, Thank goodness you said that, and I follow everything you say, whether I think it's right or not, and you and saved I my bacon. It. Yeah, save my bacon. Exactly. Which is good, because bacon is really important. Important, yeah. Yeah, and, and look, guys, if you write us and say, I didn't do what you said and I needed it, we promise we won't say, I told you so. We also promise, Wendy wouldn't do this, but I would. I'll think it, but I won't. <laughs> I won't say it. And for a guy, from a guy who travels a lot, I wish I'd have known this 30 years ago when yeah. I started traveling. Yeah. And this is, you know what you, you said, traveling well is a series of small, tiny even steps, simple improvements that you can make to insure yourself against what amounts to a mess. Every time you make a journey, you make a few changes and it gets easier on you. You're going to be more effective when you get where you're going if you have that simple backup in case something happens. Exactly. Yeah. Good. Cool. Another great cast. Thanks. See you all next week. See you. Bye. Thanks, everybody. That's it. Hope you enjoyed it. Stay tuned next week for another edition of Career Tools. See you then.